feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Let's go! Scott Wright's playing for Aberdeen and Rangers are going for the league. Is he going to want to score against Rangers and lose them a league and then have to go and meet them the next season? Well, you imagine he takes a penalty and misses. Maybe Celtic have privately conceded that the title has gone, in which case it would make sense for Shane Duffy to, to leave. Our focus and our preparation has been majority on us and where we're at and what we need to do to try and get the three points going down to Fair Park. The Goal Radio Football Show with Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. With OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 0808 17 17 700. Let's go! Well, it's all kicking off with the managers yesterday. Uh, the Rangers manager, Stephen Gerrard, was raging with his players at half-time, gave them a real talking, a rollicking, and Rangers get the draw at Fir Park. And this afternoon in the green corner, Neil Lennon comes out of quarantine raging at what he calls the hypocrisy of government, pundits and the media. Will they take that onto the pitch now and provide uh, a challenge to Rangers? Rangers stay 21 points clear, so no change at the top. But Barry, it is all kicking off, especially at Celtic with Neil Lennon. Uh, we're going to go to it in a moment or two. You'd have heard it on the news, but the manager's really, really angry. Yeah, listen to the, the audio. And I'm not surprised he's come out fighting and he's come back and having a pop at the people who have had basically a pop at Neil Lennon for, for going to Dubai and these players. So... It doesn't surprise me, Paul, that he's come out fighting. I wouldn't expect anything less from from Neil Lennon. Sai, your take on it? Um, you know, tempers are running high, passions are running high at Celtic. Although we're not really seeing it on the pitch, but you can tell that Neil Lennon is really feeling it and feeling the hit and it must the heat. And it must be difficult. John Hartson coming out in the papers today, his colleague, his former teammate, saying it's time to go with regret. He's saying that must be tough for him just now. Yeah, of course. And like Fergie says, I wouldn't uh, expect anyone else from having known him and played under him. He'll not want this season to appear. He's going to come out fighting. He's going. To, he's hoping that this will maybe have an effect on his players. Maybe try to get a siege mentality if you're now and towards the end of the season. But we've said it on here, Paul. It's hard to criticise and really slaughter them when no rules have been broken. Obviously, again, within hi- with hindsight, looking back, because of the players that they've missed for the last two games, that'd be where the big mistakes be for for Neil Lennon. The fact that he's missed ten players for two important games, but. Um, we, we said again as well with the, with the drinking thing on a Sunday I, I don't think players do now like going out and getting and getting absolutely drunk for days on end I don't think the modern day player doesn't I would, I'd be very surprised if Celtic had an all night drinking session out there I think they did go out there to train and had a couple of beers on their day off I, I do not see a problem with it yeah, it was a downtime. Mm-hmm. They arrived in. I think he explained that they arrived in on Sunday morning at at seven o'clock. So he gave them an afternoon off, which you would normally have back here anyway. Mm. He's allowed them to go and have a couple of beers. I don't think he's he's broke any rules. I don't think any of the yep. players have. Um, I don't see it as a a problem. But look, it was um, when we watched it. And we listen to his, yep. his audio back. Um, he, he's clearly he, he's not happy with, with certain um, people in the media, sure. pundits or whatever. So as I says to you, I ain't surprised that he's come out fighting. And Sai's made a good point. It Thanks might galvanise. It. <laughs> it might galvanise the, the yep. players to get a, a result on Wednesday. Because listen, let's be honest with you, the last two games, they need it. even if they've been missing the 13 players, 
They've still had enough quality going win the games and have not won it. So that that'll be the, the big disappointment. And they need to go to Livingston, which we all know is a, a difficult place to go to and get the three points. Let's hear from Neil Lennon facing the media this afternoon. It was uh, via Zoom as it always is now. Watching the media and the fallout and the, the attacks on the club. I have a question for you, Charles. Um, on your live show last week, Randy Walker on live saying that our winter training camp was a jolly. Can you explain to me what he meant by that? I can't explain that. Why not? Um, that would be probably words that Andy would probably want to discuss with you. I wasn't involved with that live. You can't go on a public platform and spread lies and insults about my professionalism, my players' professionalism. 70-80% of the group are teetotal. And you know the inference... And the innuendo that he's meaning, Charles. A jolly is like, it's not a stag do. It wasn't 1830, even though it's been portrayed like that. We went out there with the best intentions. The lads had one day off. They got into Dubai at seven in the morning and they're entitled to a bit of downtime. It's not as if they were doing a conga in a dressing room, dancing to Baccarat or <laughs> travelling up and down a train journey from London to Glasgow with COVID. So I think we've been harshly treated. Wow, so he's obviously having a go then at uh, politicians, uh, allegedly, who may yeah. have broken uh, the rules, and obviously the Scotland team as well. The, the, yes, sir, I yeah, can Yeah, and he, he named a, a pundit that... that yeah, Andy, yeah, a, a, Andy, Andy Walker. Walker. Yeah. Look, Andy Walker's a, a guy I, I do respect and I enjoy his, yeah. his commentary, um, but he's, he's questioned, like Neil Lennon just says, he's questioned his professionalism. Um, it's not a jolly, it was a training camp, he gave him a day off. And they went and done, done double sessions Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, it, look. So what was Andy state, basing that on, Fergie? What was Andy basing the jolly on? Just the, the picture with Lenny and Scott Brown having a beer at the pool? I, well, pictures come out. Yeah. But only Andy. We, we should yeah, get Andy sure. Walker on. We'll try um, and speak with Andy. But I think Walker. Charles Patterson needed a pair of new trousers after that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was he, absolutely went under, he? <laughs> he was all over the place there. Um, Good to was, see he's got Andy Walker's uh, back, innit? It was nothing to do with Charles. <laughs> Andy's got his own opinion. <laughs> Let's hear a bit more from that press conference. I want to apologise to our supporters for the fallout. It shouldn't be Peter that had to do it. It should have been me. It was my decision. Yeah. along with the backroom team and medical staff sports science to go with the best intentions for the benefit of the team going forward for the second half of the season unfortunately it's not worked out that way we've had one positive test and but that shows that our protocols were very good out of a group of 60 odd people so i think the fallout from this has been you know way too much and a bit of bullying going on and we've been held to a far higher standard than any other club what so I what i want charles from you is to go and speak to andy and for Andy to apologise because he was demanding apologies from the club. I want an apology from Andy because he has questioned my professional integrity, my players' professional integrity. And the usual word or the term jolly is quite crass and arrogant. He accused the club of being arrogant last week. We weren't. No intention of being arrogant or rubbing it in anybody's faces. We're out there to you know, do a good week's work and get a volume of work that we wouldn't have got here back in Scotland. So until then, you'll not be getting anything from me or my players. There was widespread criticism of Celtic uh, for going over their side. You know, it wasn't just one person. I know he's also mentioned uh, some other cases as well. Uh, I wonder what Celtic are going to do now. Are they going to come onto the field? It's, it's too late for the title now. I mean, again, at the weekend, they had a chance. As it turned out, Rangers had dropped points at Motherwell. Celtic couldn't capitalise. No, again, that doesn't surprise me with Neil Lennon as well. The type of guy he is, he's taking all the blame there himself. He was like that as a player. He never passed the blame on to anyone else. He always looked at himself first and foremost. And again, he's went and done that as a manager. What has probably killed him is the performances in the past two games. When you've got ten players out, you're looking at your guys, your experienced guys, to go and maybe save your save your back. 
go and put on performances that will make up for other 10 so that people didn't then speak about this but the performances in the last two games have been that bad that um, it's, it's no surprise that everyone's now talking about the trip whereas if you go and win the two games the, the trip's forgotten about mm. and you, you've got your players back for the next game and you can go and maybe put a run together but Saturday for me it was, a, it was a hard watch and again as I say you're looking for your experienced players that when other 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 important players aren't playing to come to the fore and and, and they've not done that for me you know you think uh, look at Tom Rogic for me who's on his day a very good player but he needs to give more you know you're saying yeah he's playing out of position up front but he's got the ability to go and do it but for me too many of them have went the pitch yank Shane Duffy again beat on for me no, no giving enough when your team needs you the most you know you've had I, I, I can see that these guys have done very well over the, the time they've been at Celtic but this is the time that Celtic have needed them the most and in the last two games they've not been anywhere near up to the standard for me going on the, in terms of the trip yep. to, to Dubai what, what did surprise me Neil Lennon says there it was it was his decision and his staff's decision in the, in the sports science and the doctors I thought it would have been a, as a club as a whole and I'm taking into consideration the chief exec, the board of directors, to make sure everybody was comfy. But again, he's took it on his own shoulders and says it was his decision um, to go. And as we we probably says it, there was no way they they could um, upset like the protocols and the, the guidelines. They, they would have to they would have to go by them um, to go and do so. That was one thing that did surprise me. What he said there. Mm-hmm. So you get some sympathy with him that he's saying, you know, we were given all that we followed the protocols. We were given permission by government, and then politicians and others jump in and criticise him. Yeah, look, everybody's going to have their opinion on should yep. they have went to Dubai or should the the, the no have went to Dubai. Would there have been a problem if they'd won the old firm game and they went away to Dubai? I don't think it would have been mm. as big as as what it's made out. Look, in hindsight, they probably should have stayed here. Because of the way the world does, and obviously the the coronavirus getting worse, um, but they 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 made a choice, and that was to go. And if they went there, there's no doubt that they would have stuck to the correct um, protocols. So here's a bit more from the media conference, which was only about an hour and a half ago. And oh, he, who's Andy speaking for then? Well, that's he's, he's a not, does he speak for the Celtic support? Is he all of a sudden the man of the people? No, not he at all. Challenging. The club's social ethos. Andy's been in the in the game here for 20, 30 years. He's made no contribution to Celtic whatsoever. So I'm not sure he's in a position. He stood up there as if he's like been a Celtic legend and a stalwart of the club, putting the boot into me, the club, and everybody else involved. And I think he's totally out of order. Well, that's who I think is he speaking for, Charles? He's not speaking certainly for Sky Sports. He's speaking from his point of view as a, yeah, as a pundit. He's, on your I mean, he's entitled to his opinion. I think you would appreciate he's entitled to his opinion. I mean, I'm here well, as Well, his a, opinion's as, false and it's insulting. And that's Neil Lennon's view, but Andy Walker is, you know, he's a, he's, he's a really good reporter and he says mm. what he thinks and he's entitled to that. That's the thing in a democracy. Yeah. The Celtic manager is entitled to his opinion. So so is Andy Walker. I don't like witch hunts and this isn't danger going on and on about Andy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a free world, everybody's yeah, in touch. Of course. Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, it doesn't matter if Celtic are going through a bad time, which they are at this moment in time, and if Rangers, I know the way it works here, if either club is, is going, people go for them. Mm-hmm. That's the, the nature of the beast, I'm afraid. Yeah. Like Fergie says, it's a matter of opinion. You know, you get you get paid to come on these shows to give your opinion. If you're just going to agree with everyone else and you can get anyone to come and do that. But what, what these guys, when they are being critical of managers and like... I think it's a bit wrong to say it was a jolly up just based on one picture. I will say that. But they need to realise that how hard it is for these managers. You know, you get you get you need to make these big decisions at big clubs and, and no matter what you do, you will be criticised from some from, from some sections. But again, 
I can see both sides Andy Walker giving his opinion But also Lenny And the fact that he said It's a jolly up win For me I, I, I don't think it would have been A jolly up Knowing how football works these days Alright Celtic fans What do you think 0808 17 17 700 We're on the socials At Go Football Show Or you can text Go Plus your message to 87474 At the weekend As you know It was Celtic nil, Livingston nil, Hamilton nil, Dundee United nil, Hibs 2 Kilmarnock nil, Ross County 4 Aberdeen 1 that was predicted wow. by you, Barry Ferguson. He knows his stuff, that I man, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and St Johnson won St Mirren nil. And then yesterday, Motherwell won, mm-hmm. Rangers won. This was uh, Stephen Gerrard speaking about it afterwards. I don't think we started the game in, in the right place, what we prepared for. I thought we were passive, out of possession in too many key areas of the pitch. And even when we knocked a few passes together and got into good areas, our quality wasn't there. You know, our front three, who were relying on to create for us and get shots off and... You know, provide that magic. It wasn't there today in the first 45. So we got into them at half time. Had to make a substitution to send a message as well. And you know, I thought the lads showed a lot of belief and, and character and played as a completely different team for the second 45. But the disappointing thing is that we there was two sides of us today. Barry, what did you think? It was the game of two halves, wasn't it, for Rangers? It, it was, and it was an opportunity miss for me. And I agree with the word they used at the start of that interview. They were passive. They were too slow in in their play. Their their, their passing was really pedestrian um, and it wasn't like the Rangers that we've, we've seen over the, the last few months Motherwell scored Rangers eventually woke up and they got better towards the end of the first half but listen he's went in and he's gave them a blast and he, he had every right to do that and do you know what he got a reaction out of them in the second half and they deserved um, an overall play Rangers did deserve to, to win the game but they didn't and that'll be the, the, the big disappoint the biggest disappointment for them because as I said at the start of the game with Celtic dropping um yep. two points against Livingston. It was an ideal opportunity. But the, the most important thing is I say I, I think the positives out it that they got a point. Celtic have not gained any points on them and they need to move on and make sure the next game against Ross County is it's a three points. And Barry at twenty three points clear if they had been, we would have insisting that Barry declares it winners, you know, if it's twenty three. But it's twenty one points. Yeah. Rangers was it uh, what do you think of their performance? I think they've set their, their bar so high that they are a wee bit disappointed when they didn't go out and play mm. like that. But what you need to remember is Motherwell are a good team. Motherwell were tipped for third in the league for mm. a reason this year. You can see that in the first half, yeah, can you? Paul, you can. Yeah. I think when to get, I've said it on here before, to get in and out of Rangers, you need to be three things. You need to work really hard. Everyone needs to work their backsides off. You need to defend well and you need to be brave on the ball. And I thought Motherwell were. So you need to give them some credit. You know, I thought Rangers in the first half, they still got the ball wide a lot. It was strange to me that it seemed to be Motherwell's tactic to let, let the ball go wide and then defend in the 18-yard box. But I thought Rangers never got enough bodies in the box when they were doing that. I think at half-time, Gerard said, we need to get more bodies in the box. You think first half when Barisic's putting the ball and I'm looking at the box, it's Kent and Morelos only in the box. But you look at the second half, Aribo's in the box when Barisic's crossing it. Tavernier's in at the back post. He brings Eton on. I think Ryan Kent can get in the box a bit more. You know... I, I think Ryan Kent on his day is a fabulous player and I just think I don't know what you think Fergie when he, he never really seems to be in the box when Tavernier's crossing the ball I think he could do that and get more goals and add that to his game Yeah, d- just firstly on the manager I, I like the way he's come out there he, he, there's demands on this team he, he's not accepting them coming out and, and performing um, below standards and that's what you've got to do if you want to win championships you want to win trophies you've got to demand that every single game and the first half I agree Mother had a, a, I wouldn't say a strange tactic, it kind of worked. Mm. The, the four defenders were going into the box and allowing the, the white guy to go and track Tavernier and, and uh, Barisic. And when the balls were going into the box, it was basically only uh, Morelos that was in the box. So he would have been disappointed. It was a different story in the second half. Yeah. He's clearly went in and, and gave them um, 
a fair pasting there's no doubt about it you could see he was angry walking off at half time and I, I fully expected the, the Rangers team to come out and respond and the second half was more like them you think that, it was a lot better yeah. from them and in the end they, they could have won the game I think if Rangers won the game I don't think many people could have had complaints but for me it is two points dropped but the good thing about it is Celtic have not gained anything on them you think that start as well Fergie was a lot to do with the pitch you know, you think how Rangers play when when they move the ball quick. They knew I that. Guess it's easy to hear, so yeah. maybe go a different go by a different yeah, tactic. Again, he made a point that he knew about the pitch. I think Muddle had emailed him and said it's not because I'll be honest with you. Fur Part has been one of the best pitches yeah. in Scotland in the last couple of years, so you, you've got to adapt. Say mm-hmm. at times when the pitch is no perfect for free flowing football, you've got to adapt, and that's something that Rangers have done really well this year. Here's but a bit more from Stephen Gerrard. Two things, as, as a manager, you don't want your team to do, you don't want to start a game late, for sure, and you can't leave games early, especially what we're playing for, so we spoke to the players about leaving the game early last week, you know, it could have been dangerous, but we managed to get through it. Today we haven't really been ourselves and come to the game till half-time, which is on me and on, on us, and um, it's something that we look at moving forward. I'll tell you, Cedric Itan, he would love to play Motherwell. Uh, every week, every week yeah. four goals this season, all against Motherwell. But again, you need to give the manager credit there yep. because last year I was quite critical of him when Rangers were struggling to break teams down. They kept playing the exact same way. But with this year, he's not waiting a bit. 50 minutes, Hadji's off, and, and he turns on. And, and it totally suited the way the game was played. So you need to give Gerard credit for that. But in terms of Eaton, it's a great finish. Mm. You know, and he goes on there and you can see on the side of the pitch when he's, he's ready to come on. You can see it by his face, the, the way the manager's speaking to him. He wants to come on and make a difference. And that's what Rangers have had this year. When they've made these subs uh, early on in games, the guy that's came on has usually made a difference. And that's been massive for Rangers this year. When you've got the quality of Barisic and, and, and Tavernier, within 30, with 30 minutes to go, if you're, if you're not playing well, it's a no-brainer for me to get Eaton on the pitch because he's so good at attacking the ball in the box. Not many managers do that though, do they? They don't make the change that early. Well, he spoke yeah. about it. He was going to make the change at half time, but he thought, right, I'll give this a living another five or ten minutes. Mm. And clearly, he, he wasn't too happy with it. So he goes and makes the change early doors. And Itten coming on, I, I thought it was. I thought he'd done well. He looked hungry. He looked yeah. eager to go and impress. And listen, he, he's shown the manager that he's he's wanting to start playing. Um, he got that that vital goal, um, and he showed a bit of hunger and determination. What I thought was was missing for Rangers, which was strange for me in the first half, but he showed um, that um, hunger, hunger and determination yep. in the second half. And clearly, the the good thing for the manager's point is if he goes in and he has a blast at them, he gets the reaction. And that's the most important thing. All right, Rangers fans, what do you think? Give us a call on 0808 17 17 700. Hugh, a Motherwell fan, was on the other day. We'll call him. We'll come back to you later, Hugh, because he must be pleased. Devante Cole did well, didn't he? Scoring for Motherwell and clearing off the line as well. Yeah, you know what? That's what I liked about Motherwell. I've said you need to be brave on the ball against Rangers. And I thought the three midfielders especially were. You know, there was times in the first half where they could have just leathered the ball up the pitch. And when you do that against Rangers, what happens is they just keep coming at you. Because they ultimately the ball lands to them and then they attack you again. But what I thought Paul, Paul Worth, Crawford and Campbell done was get good quality up to Devante Cole. And when the ball came up to him, he held, what you need as well when you're playing against Rangers or one up front, you need your striker to hold the ball up, Fergie. I thought Devante Cole done that. You see that with the goal. And again, talking about being brave on the ball, it'd have been easy for Motherwell to get the ball wide and just fling it in the box at that opportunity. But actually go and play Paul Worth especially for me. You know, yeah, as you a know what, Barry, we'll come to you on that and more. Let's do you want to hear more from Neil Lennon, more from Stephen Gerrard, and from you, 0808 17 17 700 next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Bull Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry, and taking your calls too. What about the business show yesterday? You heard it, Barry, Cy, you heard a bit of it with Tom and Willie. 
Hunter and Hockey, it was great stuff yesterday morning, 11 till 12 every week on goal. Yeah, I, listen, I, I never listened to it yesterday, I'll be honest with you, I was watching the build up to the, the Rangers and Motherwell game, what? but I listened today yeah. on, on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. Um, I, I've it. not got through it all. Yep, listen, it's, great stuff, isn't it? You've got to listen. Two yep. very successful businessmen, two guys that, that came for basically nothing. Yep. And it's great to see guys, uh, guys like that. Go on and, and be successful in, in their lives And as I said the, the, the biggest thing a lot of people I, I wouldn't say forget about But they do a hell of a lot for charity yeah. mm. as well Which is which is brilliant from their side No, oh, They've absolutely inspired me I went and bought a new suit And a, and a briefcase <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the two of them on The only thing I've got in the briefcase Is that signed Barry Ferguson picture though So uh, That'll take you a long way I need way. some documents yeah. in there But me and Fergie yeah. are going to start a business And take them on I'm, We're going to start an air conditioning What is it Willie does? Air conditioning uh, We're going to start a, And take yeah. them on uh, I'm going to put them out of business Watch this right. Look out for it yeah. You're an entrepreneur now We, dis- we established that's that That's Sai I'm sure he'll be, he'll be quaking yeah. in his boots Like Charles Patterson oh. Right now Willie <laughs> Charles Patterson honestly It's all kicking he'll, off today <laughs> He'll be in the bedroom with the lights off tonight, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> if you're just tuning in, Neil uh, Lennon has had a media conference this afternoon, not to be missed. We'll play more of it. Uh, you're going to hear another clip in a moment or two. Uh, we should say another Celtic player has tested positive. So that's uh, there's been two in total. Uh, Christopher Julien, we know, and someone else, unnamed at the moment, has tested positive. But Neil Lennon has said this this afternoon. Listen, end of the day, we've gone out there with the best intentions, professional, just like other clubs are doing at the minute. And that was him talking about going there. What about the title itself? Listen, the league may be beyond us, but we'll not stop trying. So, well, what we have to do is start winning games on a consistent, regular basis. And, you know, the players have proved they can do that. Wow. I'm surprised. Maybe mm. beyond them. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't expect that. I, I thought maybe he would have said, no, we're going to keep fighting. It may be tough, um, but... It, yeah, strange comment um, from from the manager. Mm-hmm. But by, by the last two performances, Fergie, it looks like the players feel feel the same way. Because mm-hmm. you look you look Saturday and they don't look like players that believe they can win the league. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about running about and you see Livingston who are playing for what top six sprinting mm-hmm. and Celtic who are trying to claw back a twenty odd point lead and no sprinting, which which totally baffles me. But when you hear the comments, it seems like that's a that's a thought that's running throughout the club just now, which which for me shouldn't be shouldn't be happening. And Livingston, fair play to Livingston. As I say, worked harder than Celtic on, on Saturday. That that shouldn't be happening when you're playing for ten in a row, and uh, you'll be disappointed. But maybe by the two performances, why he's, he's now think, thinking like that. But they need to do something to change. They need to do something to change because it can't go on like this to end of the season. Otherwise, you'll end up with a, a massive gap, Fergie. Yeah, there's going to be changes on Wednesday. We we most of the players back from obviously self isolating, uh, and I would imagine the way that Neil Lennon's come out the day fighting. Um, they're going to come out and be desperate. You know what it's like. If you you don't play for ten days, you're desperate for a game of football. How will you feel? How will the players be? Oh, they'll be desperate. They'll yeah. be chatting at the bit to to get on that pitch, missing training. Um, there's nothing better as a footballer playing games of football. So they they'll be desperate to get back. But again, you say that, Paul. But these guys that played Saturday haven't played for most of the, some of them haven't played most of the season. And one thing you expect to see from them is enthusiasm and and a will to go and get on the ball. And, and that should be a given. Exactly, say. Fergie. Especially when you're at teams like Celtic and Rangers. Yep, yep. They're lucky to be at, 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 at clubs like that where you're you're fighting for trophies. Um, and I, I always believe it. I, I don't think you should ask footballers to go out and give it everything. That should always be in their locker. That, that, there's no doubt about that. Did you watch the, the game? Danny? Yep, I watched the highlights. Some basics. Some they're named in the basics, right? Just now, you know, two two centre halves. Your Sky and boys. 
uh, then stuff that I would go mental at League One players for doing under no pressure Sky can't clear the ball up the pitch Sky up there full backs that didn't want to stop crosses midfielders who no enough desire to get on the ball and make things happen and then forward players who just make bad decision after bad decision you know, yeah, they're definitely they're, they're in a, a bad place just now and what, do you think that's totally just confidence Fanny? pressure just be, there might be a bit of pressure because of this 10 in a row talk um, but listen you've got to be able to handle that when you're at a big club that's part of it mm. the pressures that are put on you the expectations that are put on you when you play at a club like the size of Rangers or Celtic you've got to be able to handle the, the, the pressures that come with, with playing so in the media conference just a wee while ago Neil Lennon was asked has Peter Lowell said you're the man to manage the team for the rest of the season this is Neil Lennon's response no he's not said that no but he hasn't said anything otherwise either and I don't think he needs to so my job is to carry on and um, you know get the best out of the team and you know it was only a month ago we won a treble a month and now you know there's some, a bloodlust out there for me to lose my job and it has been for quite a while but that's the nature of you know, being a football manager in this day and age. Strong stuff. Uh, Natasha, a Celtic fan, is on the line. Hugh, we'll come to you next. Natasha, good evening. Good evening. What do you think about uh, Neil Lennon's comments? Um, what do you, where do you stand in all of this? It's a bit concerning, to be honest. Um, I think the interview is just so far removed from what we as a club need at this stage. Um, for me, it came across as a man who's at the end of the road in terms of his job and is desperately trying to divert some attention, be that blame the media or the pundits or remind people of the treble. Um, but that's not what we needed and that's not what the fans were looking for from him. And it leads me to question, is it someone who knows he's about to be replaced and this is one last throw of the dice? Or is it someone who knows that he's staying till the end of the season and wants to show that he's coming out fighting? Um I certainly hope it's the former, but I am concerned that it's the latter. What a great caller, right? Yes, yeah, really good yeah, point. Yeah. Si? I think it's a man that's 22, what is it, 20, 21, points. 21 points behind in the, in the league and is looking for a reaction based on the last two games that he's watched. You know, I think if he comes out and is very downbeat, then that transfers into his players going into Livingston on Wednesday, which is a massive game. Obviously, they need to win. Um, but I think Neil Lennon will be at Celtic until, until, Rangers, until Rangers have won the league. What, what would you expect? From a, from Neil Lennon today. Yeah. That's what I would have expected. Mm. Is that what you would have done, Fergie? Obviously, not the Celtic manager, but if you were the manager in the same yeah, position, you've got to come yeah. out fighting and show that they believe in what they've done is the, the correct thing. And listen, as I said, everybody's got opinions. Yeah. Was it the right thing to do? Go to Dubai? Was it no the, the right thing? They made a decision to go, and we, we we spoke about it last week. There is a possibility that these players could have caught the virus back home. There's no doubt yeah. about it. But in terms of Neil Lennon's um, press conference, he was like that as a player. He was feisty and he's feisty as a manager and he's come out fighting. He's sticking up for his club, isn't he? Yeah, of course. And his record as well. He just mentioned there another treble was won just, uh, what, four four weeks ago, mm. just before Christmas. You know, the, the treble from last year, the quadruple treble. Well, but there's what Natasha. Celtic need to do as a yeah. club, they need to decide what's going to happen going forward. Mm. As I said, we speaking about it off here so right. see recruitment of clubs number one they need to start yep. building for next season this yep. is a full rebuild for Celtic so they need to decide as a club is it Neil Lennon or is it a, another manager that's going to come in Natasha you sound as though you want change now yeah I think to be honest I think it is time for that um, Neil's in this to himself now that it looks like the league is away from us and that's you know a thought that I've had for, for some while now and if that is indeed the case then 
you know, let's not waste the next four or five months. Um, if it is going the way it is, which I think it is, then we need to use the next four or five months to begin the rebuild. So there's no point waiting until pre-season to start that when we've got four months left of this season. If we can have someone new and now, get them, you know, embedded into the team, get them knowing their squad, what they need, what they don't need. So we're ready to go for pre-season. You know, similarly to what Rogers did with Leicester, you know, he went down there, you know, a similar sort of timing and had that sort of free hit at the end of that season. And look at the dividends that paid going into the season after. I think what we should be doing now is seeking to replicate that and get someone in as soon as possible. Who would you have as the next Celtic manager, Natasha? <laughs> I would have or who I realistically think we can get. Yeah. Well, both. Um, moment, yeah, both. <laughs> at, at the moment, for me, to be honest, um, her is top of the list and it is looking more and more promising. And I don't know if that's media hype and rumour that probably is but mm. I think in terms of his record as a coach, the, the tactics he likes to play as, as a manager um, and his current position and being being out of football sort of suited perfectly mm. to what we're looking for so for me I'd like to see the club act and bring him in as soon as possible Who would you like if you had an unlimited budget? Barry Ferguson <laughs> <laughs> I think You need an unlimited budget for that man <laughs> Natasha. I, I think the list would be endless if we had an unlimited budget. Okay, yeah, um, it, it's terrible when somebody's in a job. It's you know, uh, but it has to be speculated. The bookies then, have gone let, five to one on for well, Eddie Howe. Le, Lenny will know. Oh, sure, yeah, he knows course, the situation. Yeah. He's been a player. He's been captain of the club. He's been manager yeah. before, and he, he's been successful at it. And he knows when things are not going right. People are going to call for his head. That that's just the nature of the beast. I'm afraid, Paul. Sure. But the thing is with Eddie, I've said it before, Eddie Howe, and we were speaking off air again. Eddie Howe, okay, he's managed Bournemouth, he's done a good job getting them to the Premier League, I've no doubt about that. Eddie Howe went to Burnley when they were in the Championship and he got homesick. Yeah, Three so years up the road in Burnley for Bournemouth, he got homesick. I've, I know, I've listened to interviews with Eddie Howe, and I, again, I've said before, I like, he, he's got his, his philosophies and ways of playing. I've also heard an interview where he likes to walk on the beach on a Sunday with his wife and kids along. He will not get that in Glasgow. True. Yeah, well, you could go down to two and a half, but I'm still, after lockdown. After yeah. lockdown, but that this job will hit Eddie out like a ton of bricks. Yeah, we've I played at Bournemouth. I've said it before. It's mm-hmm. the quietest, one of the quietest stadiums. I don't think being the Celtic manager comes down to tactics. It's person you need to have personality. Yeah. Fergie will tell you. I have Paul Le Guin, who was touted as the the best tactician in, the, in European football, mm-hmm. but what he couldn't do is come up here and handle pressure. Mm-hmm. So I get all this clamour for Eddie Howe, but. There's also a side that makes that makes me have a lot of doubts about Eddie Howe being the Celtic manager. Yeah, he makes good points. There's Great no doubt points. about it. Yep. Like, listen, when you're up here, you're in a bubble. Yep. We, we we know what the best of Scotland's like. Well, uh, you, you know, you were captain of Rangers. Yeah, you, it must be even more for the manager. Listen, if you do anything slightly wrong, you you get absolutely lambasted for it. I had it myself. Where listen, I hold my hands up. I've done some silly things, um, but you, you've not got much of your life. But look, you know that before um, you go and. You, you want to play or you want to manage for um, either Rangers or Celtic you know what comes with um, and what comes with is huge demands mm-hmm. and you don't get a lot of free time either I see a lot of criticism for Neil Lennon getting the job after Brendan Rodgers but when you actually look at it you can see why yeah. because his record in his first spell was very good he had a good Hibs team and one thing that you know he could have done was handle the pressure so okay it's easy to look now at this season saying it's a terrible appointment but he, he also did win the league last year Yep. And playing great football after January, I think this year it just no went for him. See, see the start and players, of the season players have made a lot of mistakes. See if you go back and you look at how people were talking Celtic up in mm. terms of they're going for ten in a row and recruitment. See at the start of the season, 
the Celtic fans that I know were really happy uh-huh, yeah. confident squad. Fergie yeah. confident good squad yeah. the, the goal, signings the, they made the goalkeeping position was the problem wasn't it yeah, but they made good signings yeah. but they also kept important players yeah. Edward. Edward. Yeah. so I don't, I don't know what's happened it's, it's, it's strange at the start of the season if you'd said that this was a situation going into mid-January I would have, I would have said you're crazy. Yep. But it's the same on the other side. You know, you, t- you talk about managers, and it's always managers, managers, managers. Steven Gerrard got beat for Hamilton what eight months ago yep. with this same group of players, bar maybe Roof and Balligan who play every week. Do you know what I mean? So it's not always managers; it's players as well. Sure. Rangers players have stepped up to the plate this year. Celtic players haven't. That's been the difference. Natasha, thanks for calling. Hugh, Motherwell fan. Hugh, sorry to keep you waiting so long. Uh, Hugh, you, what about the weekend? Good performance, Motherwell getting a point with Rangers. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's okay, keep us keep us waiting because obviously to stick to buying side, uh, buying side, it's quite quite good. And enjoy it. Um, yeah, definitely encouraged by performances last two games. I, I liked how we actually pressed Rangers more. Uh, we played it out for the back. We didn't do what we've done at Ibrox and just lump it up the park mm. and sit back again. So it was good to see that, especially the first forty-five minutes. I just thought probably from fifty minutes onwards, um, we started dropping deeper and deeper. Uh, but I think Alexander definitely got his tactics right. Uh, short in the defence, obviously the back four were a lot tighter. Give them the space down the wings, which I was actually quite apprehensive when I seen it. Mm-hmm. When I was sitting watching it, because um, I thought giving Rangers time to actually put crosses in with uh, Barisic and Tavernier, I mean those two can put a, a ball on a five pence piece sometimes. Sure. So um, yeah, definitely, obviously encouraged with it. I did think the fair result was one each. Um, basically, obviously, over the, the, the really, as they say, it's a game of two halves. But encouraged me how Alexander's actually got it set up now, how the players are actually playing, how the players are responding to him. Uh, we can talk about it was offside. It doesn't matter. It was a one each. It's the goal's been given. Move on for it, and let's take, mm-hmm. take the positives out of the game and move on. Good start for the manager, Sai. Yeah, I was really impressed. I was impressed with the first half against St Man last last week, as Hugh said, the press high up the pitch. You know, I thought they'd done really well against Rangers. And what he seems to have is he, he seems to be a manager that's got a game plan. And, it, and it's not the game plan, same game plan for every game. And he looks at the opposition, he sets up well. Uh, and what he w- does want, I, I was quite surprised, Fergie, how, how much they played out for the goal kicks, two centre backs, either side, Mugabe and Gallagher, who are not known for their ball, yep. ball playing, but uh, it seems to it, work. Yeah, but he's putting trust in the yep. players. And, uh, and to be fair, I, I thought. I thought the first half I, I was impressed with Mano yeah. I was surprised at their tactic allowing Barisic and Tava near the time in the ball but then he was if you think about it and you actually watch back the game it's good tactics yeah. the back four were in and he was trusting them to defend the ball the ones that they didn't defend obviously he didn't get his, get his goal but I think in general terms I think Mano fans over the last couple of games I've seen signs of improvement but you, that worries yeah. me but mm. that, that's the same group of players a couple of weeks yeah. ago that weren't performing it didn't, look like, it didn't look like top against bottom, did it? No, look, I, I said on the show away at the start, if you look at that Motherwell squad, for me, Motherwell squad is a top six team. Yeah. But no I think doubt. he's maybe defended like that as well, Fergie, because I think Gallagher and Mugabe are better at defending the box than they are defending down the middle of the pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, wee balls down the side of them, I think that's where they struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why he's, he, he's forced Rangers wide, because he knows that when the ball comes in, Gallagher and Mugabe are good at, at clearing yep, the ball at the box. And now obviously I always look at midfield... Uh, Campbell's continually yeah, impressed me. Yep. He, he's he was on better. form yesterday, yep. wasn't he? If you look at Campbell a year or so ago, I would look and say he was like um, a wee bulldog in the middle of the party in people's faces. But I tell you something, he's improved technically as well. He's he's passing and whatever's good. And Mother will struggle to hold on to him if he keeps performing like that. Ferguson and Ferry next. 
The Bull Radio Football Show. Another big day in Scottish football as Neil Lennon comes out fighting after the criticism over the trip to Dubai. And, uh, well, he didn't pull any punches. He had a real go at government, at uh, the media... And uh, and Andy got it uh, tight as well. Scotland, uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you can take his point. We were all, everyone, see these days, I read a great article in the Herald at the weekend, and yours as well. No, so yeah, I, I know you're the Herald in the Times, yeah. But Hugh McDonald back in there, and he said, uh, my blood is boiling. That was the joke at the start, the irony. Everyone's raging these days. Yeah. Mm. Nobody just makes a point. And then I think social media, but we can't just blame it's social just media. just the type of the yeah. year it's been. In people, the pandemic, yeah, exactly. People in lockdown, people yeah. are... are Really, really frustrated sure. at this moment in time. He's I mean, a great, great uh, journalist, Hugh McDonald, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. But I've only ever seen him wear that one pinstripe suit. <laughs> Every time I see him, he's got that pinstripe yeah. suit on. Honestly, I need to get a new suit. Good writer. He's good. a good, oh, he's good, good guy as well, yeah. And everyone's raging, and we need to calm down a little bit. And I know people uh, you know, care about it. Of course we do. We love it, but we all need to calm I, down. I, I'm yeah. just I'm a little bit. Yeah. raging that I can't get to football or mm. you're raging were you out running yep. today you were yep. yep I was I was doing um, a red zone run uh-huh. I was saying to Sai um, my, my son gave us him um, and there's a beginner and I think it's advanced I'm just does everyone beginner. know what the red zone is come on tell us uh, the red yep. zone that yep. plug gets still on his face that's <laughs> not going don't, yeah, don't you start that's been away <laughs> so I completed it yep. um, uh, tough so you Tough run for so far and then you then you walk a bit. Yeah, there's yeah. all yeah. different runs, um, but don't forget I'm coming up in 43 size, 33. Still yeah. fit on size. Probably I've done a 15k Saturday though. How was it? 15k. I actually enjoyed it. What was your time? I listened to our show back for Friday night. Huh? What a show by the way I, I was brilliant You were alright We're still missing that one About the Crow Road <laughs> was flying Oh a Crow Road flying That was brilliant it? Off the cuff 15k That's boring Soul destroying me uh, uh, I would was find nine, that tough I think it was 900 calories So, so then you can yep. eat what you want For the rest of the, uh, your no, Saturday true, So, true. And you know why they're out running Because sadly All the lower leagues Anything below the championship Has stopped I see the SFA were speaking At the weekend uh, Do we want the championship to stop But I don't think anyone Does want it to stop We, we want it back on As soon as possible We want all football yeah. Yeah. Um, getting played uh, I know there's been talk of the, the championship I actually read it that it, um, it one Maxwell no, had wrote to the, the 10 clubs and asked them but I'd be surprised if, if any of them want to, want to stop we, we all want to continue football we're just sadly from League 1 downwards all the football's been suspended it's tough it's hard it's frustrating because mm. you want to be out there training and, yep. and playing games of football but look again I'll keep going back to it look health is number one football is. is so important though even Friday when I come off the radio yeah. up the road my, bro- my, wee, my wee boy who loves football he's like Dad Morton Dunfermline's on the telly so he every day we get up he's like that to me um, what game's on the night so it's what you look forward to uh-huh. did you, you watch know? it? oh my god I was <laughs> it was bad wasn't it? it was a hard watch is that another oh, two hours we don't get back? back uh, <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was tough yeah. but, oh, the pitch was again the pitch was it's terrible, isn't it? But yeah, with the weather being, but it's get listen. I watch any football. Yep. Yeah. Just getting that fix. Mm-hmm. Let's forward with uh, Stephen Gerrard talking about the positives. Then one-one yesterday at Motherwell. We were dominant second half, and I expected the reaction. We were much better. We managed to get some quality in from the sides. Said he's come on and scored a good goal. But we can't wait to be in that situation to get that reaction. That reaction's got to come from the beginning of the game. So that's the that's the thing that I'm disappointed with today is that we took so long getting going. But hopefully this will be a valuable point come the end of the season. So I look at the positives as well. Shandy was a lot, especially second half. Here's Daryl, who's called in to go radio. Hi, Daryl. Good evening. Guys, how are you all doing? All right, Daryl. Good. How are you? You're in Shettleston. Yes, not too bad. Good. So, what are you thinking then, Daryl? What's in your mind? 
Um, Rangers fan, to be honest, um, Celtic, I see what's coming out today, they're doing another COVID positive test for COVID. Yeah, we mentioned and that. Obviously, yep. last week they went to Dubai, and I think, to be honest with me, I'm a Rangers fan. I think Celtic knew what's been happening, and I think they just went to Dubai to drown their sorrows. To drown their sorrows in what? Because obviously they're not getting a tender all for the lots of things. Well, Daryl, exactly. Yeah, it was. Uh... Daryl, is there a point you want to make? We obviously, we understand, you know, if you're a Rangers fan, you want to have a go at Celtic and vice versa. Uh, but anything you want to say apart from that? Celtic went there on a training uh, trip. Uh, it didn't go well for them, and we know that. But we move on. That was last week's story, was it not? Yeah. So, Daryl, what are you thinking? What about Rangers? Let's, you heard... Uh, what about Rangers? Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm a Rangers fan, and obviously, I think, what... Do you think we're going to actually get all the games played because of COVID? Do you get actually the title at Ibrox? I think there's almost there's no doubt that they will they will be uh, they will play to the end, won't they? Sigh, we asked Barry the other day. No, there's no yeah, doubt in yeah, my they'll mind. Play they'll, the end. Yeah, no doubt in my mind that, that there's no chance it being null and void. They'll they'll play the season out. They, they need to try and do it as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I th- I don't think there's any way that the, the season won't get played. It. Um, I think obviously last year it got stopped early, but this year's totally different. I think um, there, there's no question for me that the season will finish. I agree with Fergie. <laughs> what else to say? All right, Daryl. Yep. yep. I love Barry. Barry. Barry was a great player back in the day. He certainly was. We had a 16 year old on last week. Did I tell you that on Friday? With a guy who was on. What about me, Daryl? And I said, What about what about uh, Barry? And he said, oh, I'm only 16, but I know about Barry. But he. So I suppose he was. When did you leave Rangers? Uh, 2010. So just 10 years ago. Just. And he said, Oh, I'm only 16. Daryl. He was okay. an amazing player. Yep. Okay, good right, luck, and Darryl. I'll speak to you all again some okay. bye-bye. Th- thanks for calling. Cheers, Daryl, because we could go on all night, you know, with uh, Rangers fans winding them up. We did uh, plenty on that last week. Uh, Stephen Gerrard talking about the players, uh, and the second half is when he's speaking about what, he, what he'd said and the performance then in the second 45. I don't think we've got any complaints in terms of the results. I think it took us 45 minutes to come to the game. Disappointed with our showing in the first half to get into them a little bit at half-time and I thought we were really good in the second half and over the course of the 90 minutes we probably deserve to win it on chances and on our second half showing but the reality is we can't come to a game at half-time when we are where we are. Defoe was desperate to get on because he was he was ready for about 10 minutes, wasn't he? Mm. And then he changed when he got the goal. Yeah, he had yep. a great chance, great yep. touch. What he a touch. Took, yep, and on the spin. Um, anywhere else, it's a goal. Mm. It was obviously straight at, at Kelly, the, the goalkeeper. Um, but I, I agree with what the manager said. The, the, the first 45 minutes, he, he won't accept that. Second 45 was more like Rangers. They, they pressed the game better, they kept better possession, they moved the ball quicker and, and they created a number of chances. Um, but the most important thing is, I, I think last year games like that, they would have maybe struggled a bit again, they showed a bit more patience. Um, so, look, they come away with a point, but overall, I, I think privately he'll be disappointed with the, the first 45. For you, Barry, this was the biggest thing that Neil Lennon said today, it was this. Listen, the league may be beyond us, but we'll not stop trying. So... Well, what we have to do is start winning games on a consistent and regular basis and, you know, the players have proved they can do that. Sai, that would have to start in 48 hours against Livingston. Yeah, definitely. They need a performance. Obviously, there'll be loads of changes for, for Saturday, which was uh, nowhere near the required standard. Um, you know, it's massive when you've not got a focal point up front. I think we've seen that earlier on in the season when they never had a Griffiths or an Edward. They've really struggled. Uh, one thing that you couldn't do was put the ball in behind because of Rodgers' lack of pace. Mm. 
Um, so it'll be a totally different game but listen Livingston are a right good side and it'll be a tough match as I don't think Celtic have got a great record at Livingston so um, they'll need to come out fighting they'll need to be at their best to get three points if they're, if they're going to beat this Livingston side because as I said they're a tough nut to crack and Robinson will get some joy against the Celtic back four and that's it Paul as I've said people say again Tom Rodgick he's not a striker but I've said on here before Robinson was a centre midfielder that played for East Fife five years ago but what he does there, Paul, is he works his backside off. He's, he works hard for the team. And that's what I... You need to see more of that for the Celtic players. You know, Tom Rodgick, for me, making bad decisions, giving the ball away, and then it's a, it's a jog to get it back. You know, you're, you're, you're playing to get back into the title race. It needs to be a sprint. See, that Livingston team, they've just got a, a special... A uh, yeah, a special bond between each other. They, they work ever so hard. And uh, again, see the first 20 minutes of that game? I thought they were exceptional. Mm. And... I don't think MD have, would have complained if they came away with the three points. They went there and they went to win the game. Mm. How to press the ball, Fergie? Yep. Press high up the pitch. Again, that, that that comes for the manager. I just right. think he's enthusiastic and that that goes into his team. That yeah. shines through his team. And as I said, a lot of people are sometimes overcritical of Livingston. Long ball team, but they've got decent footballers, Livingston. And that game on Wednesday night for Celtic will be a tough ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not just a long ball team. You if you watch the game Saturday, Celtic couldn't spr- string three passes again in the first half. Livingston could. Livingston made good decisions, better decisions when to go in behind and when to play. And what they were very good at was getting the ball wide. Uh, Mullen is it? Josh Mullen mm-hmm. gave like. And again, you, you talk you talk about managers, but players like Celtic plays for AC Milan. Last week he gives a, a free kick away diving in. Yep. First half on Saturday he just kept diving into Mullen. Either gave a free kick away or Mullen knocked it by him and put the ball in the box. But, but there's Mullen. He couldn't get a game for Ross County. County. He was struggling. Livingston um, took a chance to bring him back. And he, he just looks like a different player. Yeah. He's full of confidence. And, and again, I, I'll keep going back to it. That comes down to the manager and mm. the coaching staff. He's making the players believe that they're good enough to go to places like Celtic Park. Albeit, right, they're, they're missing some top players. But they've, they're going with the belief mm. that they can go and win the game and yeah. that'll be their attitude on Wednesday night they, they'll go out and go for Celtic you see their centre half big Guthrie I, I love Guthrie old school if, you, if you're Aberdeen no nonsense a bigger team you take him and you, the ball gets played up to Big Duffy Premiership player and he's, he's ducked and left the ball I mean if you're a, how, how can a manager affect that that's what that's what frustrates me when you hear managers getting criticised players, the players need to do better well below standards and Again, beat on. I'm not just blaming Duffy. The whole back four, just the decision making all over the pitch. And I don't know if that's whether your confidence is gone or whether you just think that the league's out of sight. I was going to ask you something, Greg Taylor. Yeah. Why? Why's he not been given a chance? Why he's been sitting on the bench? I think the last game he played, he was very good, Fergie. Mm-hmm. I think that's happened too many times this year. And I know that... we talk about Turnbull. Remember, he played well, and then he was at the team for too long. Mm-hmm. It's happened again to Greg Taylor. Everybody's going on about Laxell. Right, he's, he's came for AC Milan, but I watched the Hibs game and I wasn't too impressed with him. And Greg Taylor must be sitting there thinking, what what have I got to do to get the chance? Because I tell you something about Greg Taylor, every time he's, he's played in that Celtic team, um, he's done himself justice. He's done well, and he must be frustrated. He, he must be wondering what he has to do to try and get into that Celtic team. It's a great point. More on that. Celtic fans 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 and Rangers fans too. More from Stephen Gerrard and more from Neil Lennon after the news. Feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles. The near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home. 
home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. The players were sitting in a bar. For me, they weren't on top of one another. They weren't. We were outside in a, in our bubble having a beer for half an hour. This has been made out to be something that it's not. And like I said, we weren't doing a conga, 20-man conga, which is lauded by all and sundry because Scotland qualified for the Euros. Our players weren't behaving like that at all. And like I say, 80% of them are teetotal. For, so for anyone to call it a jolly is totally disrespectful to their professionalism and the way they conduct themselves as men. Would you For accept? me, there's nothing wrong with the photographs. And by the way, it's illegal to take photographs in Dubai without someone's consent. But however, we weren't hiding anything. We weren't up to anything. We were out there sitting there on our day off, having travelled all through the night, which again is our problem, not anybody else's. But it was impossible to do any training the next day. So they were given some downtime, like we all were. And this has been a stick to beat us with, these photographs, and it's completely preposterous. Really strong words from the Celtic manager Neil Lennon out of quarantine today. During the media conference, he was told that another player has tested positive. We don't know if it was someone who was in Dubai or whether it was someone who was at home. We don't know. But it was one of the players has tested positive. Everyone else is ready for Wednesday and the match with Livingston. He was also speaking about Dubai and he said the protocols might not have been perfect but then he pointed out the massive hypocrisy as he called it across the SPFL and how people are he said after blood with Celtic and he had a go at uh, some other clubs he mentioned Hamilton and uh, St Johnson the players were sitting in a bar for me everything was perfect but you show me anyone who is doing the right things for example when we played Hibs we had to bus six players in two buses because we were told now that that's the way it has to be. Three people on a 52-seater bus. That's not been going on throughout the season. We've been going to away grounds where we're cramped in like sardines, boxing day at Hamilton. There's no social distancing there, no physical distancing. So it's inconsistent. Protocols of different clubs are inconsistent. Goodison Johnson, all crammed into the little dressing room, inconsistent. As soon as Celtic are deemed to do something wrong, bang, you're all wanting blood. It's absolutely scandalous. Barry, what do you reckon? It's a world you live in when you're you're at Celtic Rangers. I, I've said that, but it, it does make uh, good points. I've been in that situation with my own club when we've we've went to certain places, and um, it's different in terms of the social distancing when you're put in uh, different dressing rooms. Uh, but look he, again, I'll go back to what I said at the start of the show. He's come out fighting, and there's no surprise to me that he, he's um, he's going to do that. He's always been like that. And he'll continue to be like that until otherwise told. Again, I said it on Friday. I just hate how we're trying to be angry at everyone for everything. You know, we've been we're managers and coaches in these in these times, and it is tough. Nobody knows what the right things to do is. We're trying our best. Celtic never went to Dubai hoping that somebody would get COVID. They never broke protocols. Why would they? Because then there is ch- there is a chance of their players getting COVID, which they don't want. So I'm sure they've stuck to every procedure, every protocol that's been put in front of them. Other clubs, yeah. Again, it's easy to criticise St. Johnson and Hamilton, but they might not have the facilities to accommodate to the to the the social distancing. So again, I feel for every club in this time, and I didn't want to be the guy that comes on here and slaughters clubs and players because I I know myself as coaches as players we're we're trying our best to stay within protocols. If something does and mis- mistakes do happen, of course they do. That's life. Everyone's making mistakes at this time time in the world. So I just find it hard to come on here and and, and absolutely lambast people. For uh, for trying to do the best, <laughs> that, that that's crazy. Sorry, that's crazy about 
Um, I'm just mentioning there are three players in a put a on bus. a 52 yeah. seat uh, bus. Yeah. That's um me, I mean I know the size of these parts of Hamilton buses they're they're massive. Well, uh, you, the size of your back said there'd only been two people. <laughs> It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good but, point. But Listen. you know, I just feel like that everyone's looking to, to, you're to get right. on to people. Yep. You're right. all finding it tough. Yeah, but you're right. Other, other clubs have not got the size of stadiums to accommodate the, the size number of, of staff. Yeah, and in terms of like getting rooms, there's got to be the two metre social distance. And we, we've, as I says, we've been to different stadiums myself, and, and some of the stadiums at our level are really small, and you're having to use. Port of cabins, but that is what it is. We we just need to make make maintain. Sorry, should I say that you're doing the correct things in terms of face masks and making sure the the distancing is all right. But what them punished? Their punishment was that they lost ten, uh, their most 13. important thirteen players yeah. for for two massive games. Is that no punishment enough? Mm-hmm. It's the same when we're punishing St. Mirren and Kilmarnock. Why? As I say, nobody's meaning to to break the rules because why would you you're, 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 there's more likely your players are going to end up with Covid we're all trying our best of course people have slip ups that's life and do you think that has killed off the their championship challenge losing, yeah you know losing those the, drawing the two games yeah I think so I think if you win the two games and obviously Rangers draw Motherwell maybe starts to set doubt and the Rangers can, can we go this full way with Celtic in such good form but Rangers will look at Celtic and think you can't see Celtic winning every game. You know but, they're now going to need to go to Livingston, which is a tough, tough away game. You know, and I didn't fancy. If I'm being totally honest, I didn't fancy Celtic to go and get three points at Livingston. What did you think on Saturday? What was your prediction? Celtic win. One one. I th- yeah, you I said, said one one. Yeah, right, I said a draw. Pretty so, much right, Barry. Yeah. But I, I say a draw as well. Yep. But in terms of the the last two games, I think it's before that the, the Celtic yeah. performances um, that have caused them to be this amount sure. of points behind yeah. Rangers. A lot of people look at it, these two games were. Um, a, a massive part and they are a part to it but I think it was before that um, last year mm. the, the start of the season wasn't ideal the first old firm defeat it, it did hurt Celtic there, there's no doubt about it they, they struggled to recover for that game and their performances have not been at a level that we've all been used to over the last number of years I also think when they were in that good run of form playing the diamond they, they had to go to Rangers and win they had to it was so massive that they beat Rangers at that time because they were in such good form. I think they'd won five in the bounce. If you go to Rangers and beat them at Ibrox, that again, as I said, puts a wee bit of doubt in the Rangers going into the second half of the season. Rangers get through that, they win the game, and and they've went for strength to strength since, and, and Celtic have went the other way, and and that's why, for me, uh, it's almost impossible for Celtic to win the league. It's never boring, is it? No, this is not one of these this days. Is where it's great uh, about Scottish football. Do you want to hear a bit more from yeah. the media conference? There's so much of it. Here's more from Neil Lennon. I- I'm apologising because. Unfortunately, we had one player pick it up. Again, we'll have to look at that and see what happened. My apologies to the fans because 16, 13 players and three staff had to isolate for 10 days, which is ludicrous. I'm not apologising for anything else. I'm not apologising for going out there and training for a week. I'm not apologising for the players having a day off. What reputational damage has it done compared to Wraith Rovers, compared to Hamilton, compared to Kilmarnock, compared to Motherwell, compared to Aberdeen? What reputational damage has it done? Well, we had the First Minister and our Deputy saying that the trip shouldn't have happened and that the game was already on its well, why didn't, last why warning. Didn't or... us, why didn't they stop us from going then? We flew out on the Saturday. The country went into full lockdown on the Monday. You can't tell me the government didn't know that we were going into full lockdown before we flew out on the Saturday. I think these are great points he's yeah, making. I've said that as well. Uh, if you've got the okay for the government, then what's stopping you? The trip worked for you before. The only thing you would say is that supporters are playing a lot of money to sit in their house uh, and it doesn't look great that they're going over to Dubai. But in terms of getting it okayed for the government and following protocols, 
because it's been so successful in the past, if I'm a manager, I'm doing the exact same thing. You know, you, yep. you, when you're not doing things well, you look back, what, what was going good at that time? What worked? Okay, let's go and do that again. Get out to Dubai in sunny training, work on things, same as they did last year after the Rangers defeat. You know, and that helped them massively. So from a management point of view, you, you would go, wouldn't you, Fergie? I think if you ask the vast majority of people, I wasn't too concerned. As long I'll go back to it, as long as you stick to the correct protocols and procedures and guidelines, I, I didn't have a, a problem with it. Obviously, it's... It snowballed with coming back and obviously Julian getting the, the COVID, um, the coronavirus, sorry, and then the 13 players having to self-isolate with the three staff. I think that's what's kicked it on a bit. But sometimes, do I'll give my honest opinion, sometimes I, I do think it is personal. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But he makes valid, valid points. There's some clubs that have been in the wrong this year. But again, this is new to everybody, this virus. Along the way, you are going to make some mistakes. Remember that. Here's Matt on the line from Belfast, a Celtic fan. Matt, good evening. How's it going, guys? Yeah, right, good, Matt. thanks. Yeah. So, what do you make of it all? Um, I just want to come on and talk about... Uh, Neil Adams' statement came out today. He made some very, very valid points. But the concerning thing for me as a Celtic fan is, you know, within the club, who's given the go-ahead? But, you know, the statement from Peter Lowell a few days ago, you know, where it was almost groveling, where he was apologising and kind of was wrong and he made a mistake. And, you know, and Neil Lennon, sitting in isolation, has obviously felt this way and has known what he is going to say, that he's going to come out fighting. And just the difference in sort of statements, it just looks like, you know, there's, there's, no, there's no communication inside felt like part between the two. And yeah, it just worries me that who's given the go-ahead for these statements to come out, is Neil Lennon just going off the cuff, or you know, I just wonder what the panel think about that. You know, the the mixed messages coming out of Celtic. He makes a great point. They're totally yeah. different interviews. Uh, I mean, the black and white. Lenny comes out the day absolute fight, and I think the, um, the interview with Peter Lawwell was it on Celtic TV. It was, yeah, it's pretty uh-huh. bland. Yeah. So Matt, Matt makes a a great point. Two totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, Ways of putting an interview across Because Barry as you know It's different when you're sitting in front of The club TV and club media And the general media mm-hmm. Isn't it? You, you'll feel differently Because you see people from different organisations You hear uh, You know the BBC were on there Cairdine was asking a question And said oh the government said that And criticised you And he's like well and? You know what, Yeah it's why? easier to get yeah. Your anger built up yeah. in, a, in a press conference uh-huh. yeah. But then Lenny's taking the blame for it So yeah. maybe Peter in his interview Doesn't want to throw Lenny under the bus and wants to give him his chance to, to put his side across as Fergie but, says I think it was a very standard interview with Peter it was more a statement than a, than a, than a question and answer um, but Lenny's came up today and held his hands up and he's took the flak for it but what he's done he is he's came say, out fighting si, he, he says as well that it was his decision, decision to go yeah. you, you heard them yep. saying um, it's the manager's decision yep, yep he, he, he consulted his staff and the sports scientists and the doctor and he, it was him it was given okay now I, I would have thought I think we spoke about it last week I would have thought it would have been a club decision when you go and speak to the chief exec and the board and say right you're using an agreement with us going here mm-hmm. but Lenny's come out and says it was it was up to him and his staff mm-hmm. and he made the decision that he wanted to go which shows you he has got quite a bit of sway quite a bit of power You know, because yeah, there's quite a lot say. of people saying he's not got this yeah. he doesn't mm-hmm. make signings he, he doesn't bring in his own men so for me that tells me that Neil Lennon makes big decisions at the club Matt, a lot of people coming on in the socials saying they would like to see this passion translated into performances on the pitch and results but it's probably it's too late now for Celtic isn't it? Yeah I would say so I think the writing's on the wall that um, it's just too little too late 
But I, I would totally agree with that, and that was sort of going to be my next point. Yeah. I've listened to sort of San Open Cole and um, Barry as well, and he he always says, you know, Neil Anna, it's sort of been uncharacteristic from him this year, where he's sort of sitting in the dugout, you know, his legs folded, not no, not really any sort of passion about him. But that passion in that interview is the Neil Anna that I I've always known to be, you know, associated with Celtic. But again, it's far too late now. Yeah, I've said it before. Um, he hasn't really been himself for me this year, you know. But then again, it's hard for him because when he has came out and he's he's been quite critical and he's been quite vocal, he, he gets criticised for that as well. So I think he's found it hard which way to be this year. You know, I, again, I find it hard to be critical. There's no once that a team's came in or Neil Lennon's went with a shape or a team, and I've thought, what's he thinking there? You know, I do. I think he's picked well. You know, he's had a lot of injuries and COVIDs, and and he's trying to shift the team and change tactics. I think he's changed his tactics five or six times this year. Uh, but what what's happened is there's been a lot of individual inners, Paul. Yep. And, and you know, sometimes a manager could only do so much. Maybe he thinks bowling and shouting at these players doesn't work, so he's tried to change it. He's tried that. It hasn't worked. I'll try something different. You know, as I said, they got away of playing with the diamond, but then off-field problems go against them again so it's been a tough season for Neil Lennon and I think it's one that any I really do think it's one that anyone in his position would have struggled with T- Times are changing in yeah. football um, the, the type that, that Lenny was probably three, four years ago he'd be absolute screaming and ranting and raving at the side of the pitch now if you actually have a go at a player you lose him yeah. which I find astonishing if a, a manager had a pop at me I'd be like right do you know what I need to go and show you mm. um, but it's, you know what it's like Si football's changed so much over the last few years mm. Um, and look at the start of the season. I think it was a Champions. Was it a Champions League game? He came out and had a right pop yep. at them. Yeah. Yep. And they never really recovered after that. And then he's obviously backed his players, which a, a good manager would do. So it's, you've got to play a game with players nowadays. And, that, and that's where I think Eddie, the plus side for me with Eddie Howe would be. You know, I've spoke about the negatives, but I think with this group of players that Celtic have got. They really, they really go on coaching wise, and a guy who wants to explain the game. I don't think Lenny's that type. I think he'd tell that, tell you that himself. So I think for this group of players, I think they would like enjoy working with Eddie. How, you know, on the tree, he's on the training pitch all the time. He takes all the training. He takes all the coaching. I think he speaks to them in a certain way, and I think these group of players would would probably enjoy working uh, under him. Say, I still think there's a place in football to go and have a blast at players and let of them know. There is. They, they need to know. They need to know. Can they, you still do things- it? Kelty Yeah I can do it with certain ones And I can't do it with certain others So you've got to pick and choose And you've got to do it at the right moment And that, that, that'll be frustrating guys Like Neil Lennon even Stephen Gerrard Where I know um, Talking about the Rangers game yesterday He went out and had a um, Sorry at half time And had a blast at the players There's only certain ones You can maybe have a, a blast at And know that you'll get a reaction And then you would hope The other ones Will follow suit But you so, look at Klopp Sorry Paul I interrupt you But Klopp doesn't but he, he can do it because he's dealing with top players and top players can handle that criticism and that's why they're top players whereas that wee bit standard less I don't know if these players can I don't know if they can accept criticism because I think Brendan Rodgers was very much a type where it was positive all the time mm. um, and as I say I think Eddie Howe would be a similar type to Brendan Rodgers and it's, I think that's why he would maybe get the best out of these players See, see when you're not performing you need to get told yeah. You need to get told. You were told when what, you. So you, you said you told. can say it to some players now. Could everyone, if Dick Avakar wanted to have a go, yeah, Alec McLeish and yeah, Walter? Maybe 20 years ago, yeah, you, the vast majority of boys, you could go in and have a pop. And uh, listen, it wouldn't be the manager. We'd have be having a pop each at other. each other. Mm. We'd be rolling about at half time if somebody yeah. wasn't um, doing well or yeah. had done something wrong. And I, I don't mind that. But nowadays, 
There is a difference There's no doubt in my mind That I've seen the change I think Gerrard's he, He's he's limp I think last year He was having a pop A lot of his players Whereas this year he, He's kind of picked and choose When to, when to do it And I think that's the secret Now with, with, with the modern day players Is choosing the right times To criticise him I look at Neil Lennon As a manager For me he's a motivational manager yeah. That's what he is. Well, you said that you worked with him, you know, when you were in the under twenties. Well, yeah. I've no doubt that Neil Lennon's a, a right good manager. Yeah. I've interviewed guys like Joe Ledley, Charlie Mulgrew, guys of that era. Neil Lennon's first, and they say he's the best manager that they've played for. Mm-hmm. Adam Matthews was another one. Kelvin Wilson was another one. But as I say, the, the players at Celtic now are not the same types as these guys. Knowing they guys, they could take criticism. I don't know the the current players, so it's hard to say. But it does not look like they they can take that same sort of motivation that Neil Lennon gives. Matt's posed a great question though, hasn't he? That you know the club great came out question. in the form of the CEO the other day, and Peter Lawwell fronted up, and people said that was good that he came forward, didn't please everyone. But and I think Neil Lennon Paul, come out swinging. I think yeah. if you asked Celtic fans what kind of response they would want or expect, mm. I think it would be. What, Neil Lennon's oh, come out? Well, phone us and go radio. Yeah, Glasgow's on, give us a call. Uh, Matt, what would you do? It's, it's a great point you make. Where do you stand on it then? What do you think? Is Neil Lennon going to build for the future or is it time to go? I, I think, you know, I, I was actually on here last week where I was sort of, I was uh, giving uh, support to him, but it just looks more and more like the writing's on the wall and he should go for his own self because a lot of, a lot of Celtic fans, not myself, but a lot of Sally fans are very spoiled in the fact that, you know, they've only known success. Yep. And I see a lot of things on social media saying Neil Lennon's never a Celtic legend. That is not, that is so far from the truth for me because he's, sure. he's one of my heroes. He is a, he is a Celtic great. No matter what happens this year, Celtic finish second, third or fourth, he will always be a great. But yep. I think for his own self, I think he just needs to hold his hands up and say, you know, I've just fell up short. The same Rangers, Rangers are worthy. This season we'll get the winners it deserves and at the minute it is Rangers. Of course. Matt, couldn't have put it better, mm. I don't think, ourselves. Well put, Matt. Thanks very much for calling. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. We're on the socials at Go Football Show. Gordon in Glasgow is one of many coming on. And he's saying that, yep, Celtic didn't break the protocols, but it wasn't a great look going to Dubai during the pandemic. And when so there's so many restrictions on so many people, Gordon, uh, one of many people who've come on to say something similar. Neil Lennon coming out today and saying that Celtic didn't break any of the protocols um, and feels that uh, they've been an easy target, that football is also an easy target. Well, Gordon makes a good point as well. I mean, obviously they're allowed to go because they're elite sportsmen. Uh, if they had to go to a camp where it was going to be training, um, the, the government allows them or the SFA allow them, whatever. Um, but if you look back and things, was it the right decision? Probably not the right decision. But he, he did make a point with they be able to get the amount of training they did get over in Dubai because of the weather here. But I do believe that Celtic have got an indoor place at, at Lennox Town. So they, it's they not that big, to be fair, Fergie. It's not, it's not a living aside pitch. Mm-hmm. So there'd only be so much you could you could do on that indoor pitch, you know. Uh, see, like you're thinking it purely for a football view. I know, as I say, I totally agree. It's a pandemic; people are struggling, fans are paying a lot of money. But Neil Lennon's sole focus is on was on winning the league at the time, and and he thought the best way of winning the league was to get over to Dubai, Dubai get a week's training in where they could do everything they wanted. As I say, it worked the year before. And that'll be in his only thinking of going over to Dubai. He's not went over there thinking that they're going to get COVID. He's went over purely for a football reason. But as we say, looking in hindsight now, the fact that they missed 13 players, it looks like a mistake. But he's also looking back in last year. What yeah, it done of course, Fergie. It, it, 
galvanised them and it got them into a, and an unbelievable year yep. and the year before. Yep. Look, I, I get why he's made the decision, and I don't think they would have went and took the decision to go if I said they didn't stick to the right um, guidelines. Uh, but look, if, if you're asking me, would I have went? I'd probably have looked at it and asked, not not just my staff. I would have, as I said to you, I'm surprised that it wasn't all round the club in terms of going to the directors and see their opinions but look Neil Lennon's the manager he makes the decisions he took a decision to go and he's backing his decision to go League table tonight has Rangers on 66 points Celtic on 45 yet they've got three games in hand Hebs on 40 points after their good win at the weekend Aberdeen stay on 39 Livy on 31 Dundee United on 28 at the bottom Hamilton go back to the bottom goal difference Motherwell go above them uh, Hamilton drew 0-0 as you know at the weekend Motherwell that 1-1 draw with Rangers Ross County on 20 going to talk about that in a second or two St Johnson after a win against St Mirren they're on 23 points so both Saints on 23 and Kilmarnock after the loss on 24 what about John Hughes and the difference he's <laughs> making two things to say to both of you Ross County and what about Aberdeen the inconsistency how did you know they were going to lose that it's just Aberdeen in a nutshell at times when things are when they can go and try and cement that third place now I don't think they're going to get um, second place I said that I fancied Aberdeen to get third place but when there's a wee bit of pressure on them that's the thing that will be frustrating Derek McInnes um, but I just I just felt the way that Yogi Hughes has went in there and he, he's brought serious enthusiasm mm. to that, that team and the way he goes about his business, the way mm. his teams play. Um, what a turnaround in Ross County over a, the last number of weeks that John Hughes has, has been in there. And, and look, I, I watched the game, I watched the highlights and I thoroughly deserved to, to beat Aberdeen and uh, Aberdeen just weren't at it and you could see um, Derek McInnes at the side of the park was absolute raging because if you look at Aberdeen the whole the squad they've got a lot of good players this yeah. year mm-hmm. Aberdeen I do, I do feel for Derek McInnes as well though because he, for me he's done an incredible job at Aberdeen he really has and every year we say he loses his best players last summer he, he, last year they played in a four at the back Scott McKenna who was his pace at the back yeah. was a big thing he gets sold to Nottingham Forest he then sees that he's not got enough pace in the back to play a four so he goes to a three to accommodate that and um he then has his three, his, three, his three best players for me this year have been Hedges, Wright and Cosgrove. Cosgrove probably wants to go at the end of the season, knowing that he'll get a move. Scott Wright's going to go to Rangers and Hedges is injured for the game against Ross County. So it's tough for these managers. See, see you know, the people, is, people think it's just you've got these players on a team sheet and that they, that 11 should automatically win. But like we said, John Hughes has went in there, gave them a bounce. Derek McInnes is on the other side of things where players probably are looking to leave. And it's tough. It's not as easy as just turning up and beating well, Ross County. What is Aberdeen supporters' expectations? Surely it's third, third, third yeah. surely. And they're on course to do that. Aye, but Derek gets them in third. Mm-hmm. To get to a cup final, he, he gets them to cup finals. They might not win it, but I don't understand some, some Aberdeen fans. They're never going to win a league. He'd love to win one or two more of yeah, these Derek, you know, League Cup, for example. Derek's been up there seven or eight years, and every yep. single year, Sai made a good point. He's got to change that squad because he loses his best players because yep. money talks, and Aberdeen are a selling club, and he needs to rebuild that squad every single summer. And the job he's done up there has been nothing short of unbelievable, in my opinion. But see, see what we're saying yep. about that? There's been other managers who have finished third, fourth. I'm thinking Jackie McNamara yep. done a great job at Dundee United. Mm-hmm. What he then failed to do was bring in quality when he lost his best players Armstrong and Mackay Stevens he failed to bring in players who could go again Derek's done that for 8 years as we've said his recruitment's been excellent at Aberdeen you know you think this summer he gets Johnny Hayes um, McCrory. and McCrory where were Aberdeen when Derek McInnes took over I think they were 8th fair give down the bottom yeah. end yeah. and consistently he's mm-hmm. kept him at a level getting mm-hmm. third 
when Rangers weren't in the league, they got second. Oh, we which, agree. Yeah. Which you expect them to do. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't that I don't know what Aberdeen fans expect. If Derek McInnes left Aberdeen tomorrow, outside Celtic Rangers, any club in the SPL would take would take Derek McInnes. That t- that would tell you everything. They're lucky. They're lucky they've got a manager like him. Yep. I think you're saying that because there's a bit of stick. I see somebody put some stick at the ground, but that can happen. One person can go and give you, uh, you know, say they want you to go, but he's done a phenomenal it job. Was Derek Fer- it was Derek Ferguson that put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come back to Glasgow. Tommy's on the line. He's called into the Golf Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hi, Tommy. Good evening. Good evening, Paul. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Yeah, living a dream, as they say. Living a dream. <laughs> oh, listen to that enthusiasm. Love that, Tommy. <laughs> I'm the best salesman on the planet and if you and Barry there are wanting to start a company, I'm your man. I'll get <laughs> to Adams, ICS Eskimos, so... <laughs> Excellent. Go business show. Yeah. Hunter and Hockey, Sunday morning, 11 till 12. Tommy, we'll have you on it sometime, I'm sure. So, Tommy, what do you want to say about Celtic? What's your thoughts on Neil Lennon, the way he's come out today, or what do you want to say? Brilliant show, and uh, hi, Barry. Hi, Si. Uh, thanks for allowing me on. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm conflicted to some degree because I've been... Not calling for Neil Lennon to be sad, but saying maybe a few weeks ago when the players, when it wasn't getting a tune so-called from the players, and it could be, anybody could see it, the players weren't, they weren't as good as what they have been in the last year, two or three years. The standards have fallen. Uh, so I, I'm conflicted in the sense, but I'm agreeing with them today because I feel Celtic have been unjustly pilloried uh, and for going to Dubai when... They've not done much wrong. It was signed off, if you like, by the powers of B for them to allow to go. And when they get there, uh, you know, out of circumstance, obviously, that, that what has happened. But if you look, the, uh, the the teams where the points were given away against them because they couldn't fulfil their fixtures, Celtic were in a catch-22. I mean, all this, what Neil was calling bullying and the, the pressure from outside was, 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 was well, horrific last week. So I think Celtic were compelled to fill these fixtures. But then when you find that teams like St Mirren uh, and, and Motherwell and, and the teams there that didn't fill the fixtures, uh, then maybe there's a double standard and there's hypocrisy, what he's saying. And yeah, to call it a joke, you know, or, or jolly, and Neil's upset. But then on the other side, you know, there's a bigger picture that has to be addressed. And it's how Celtic can fall from those standards two, three years ago under Brendan Rodgers. And Neil Lennon has to shoulder an immense amount of blame. Coming out after the Ferenc Varys game, attacking the players, you don't do it uh, as a manager anyway. But people skills, you just don't do it in any any. You know, you you take it inside. And also, when it, it apparently gave players four days off, when Ronnie Dyler came in and took over from the Celtic, he was appalled at the lack of fitness in training. People like Chris Commons were were seen as overweight and not been able to you know, being as, as fit as possible. And Brendan Rodgers trained that into him. And Sai, obviously, the two brilliant football players you've got on the now, offer a, a huge, brilliant insight into football and life and can see clearly that Celtic, the, the, what Sai was saying earlier on, the basics that they're not doing, and if the fitness isn't to the standards, you know, and well, then I can see why Celtic wanted to go out to Dubai to, to get a concentrated period of uh, fitness. And and I feel that things have went against Celtic on the pitch uh, as well. I mean, the decision that they, 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 they can feel unjust, uh, feel, feel quite, uh, you know, the, the, the decision given against them by John Beaton in the in the, the old fun game when the game was going for Celtic. Celtic should have scored maybe and, and, and done better, but the, the, the whole decision changed it. So they can feel maybe 
uh, unjust, a bit unjust about it. But the whole pattern of the, the season, uh, uh, the malaise is set in. Mm-hmm. I was calling for Neil to walk away, you know, as a few months ago, if he's no shame, uh, Celtic decided to keep with it. You know, but the chance was a few months ago to get fresh blood and fresh impetus. Uh, I, I think it's past it now in the sense of changing manager. I don't think the season's finished. Mm-hmm. I think it's disrespectful for anybody to say that against a Celtic team who's won it for the last nine years. We ought to be given a chance to play it out. Hopefully the season does go that way. And if the cards fall, the Celtic falls short, then Celtic, such as life, the baton's passed on. And if, if Rangers win it, as long as it's done fair and square... One last point, I know I've took the radio here, but <laughs> as long as they pay their bills this time, I'm not having a dig. They, 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 I mean, they're, 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 as long as they pay their bills, and that's one of the things I like to say. As long as, as long as they pay it, and then we can, we, can, we can see how it goes at the end of the season. But I think Celtic have really got a chance. not got a chance, but if they got things sorted, they can still have a go, because I don't think the Rangers, even though they've been I'm going to jump in there, Tommy, because uh, you've had a, you've had a good uh, crack at it, and I know you're a sales salesman. Mm. Um, Just in sorry. terms of the fitness thing, yeah. So, I think the sports science team that are in there were the same team that were in when Bron- Brendan Rodgers was in there. So, I think training will be decided by the manager, the coaches, and the sports scientists. So, I think I don't think Celtic could be doing any less running now than the one under Brendan Rodgers. You say about the standards of Brendan Rodgers, but this team was showing signs of that at the end of Brendan Rodgers' area. Don't don't forget, Neil Lennon's Hibs team beat Brendan Rodgers and, and Brendan Rodgers last year. Have you forgotten Comfort- that, Tommy? Com- comfortably. Yep. Well, not, not just you. Do you not think people forget no, the tinted specs about the Brendan no, Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but when the shutdown was done last season, Celtic were flying. They, mm. were, they played brilliant against him. But yeah, so Neil yep. has got a tune out of the team, but just earlier on in the season. Things were going so amiss that that's why so many fans with so much passion were saying, mm. hold on, we didn't really agree with him being a, a permanent signing because it was, a lot of Celtic fans see him as, as, as a, a, a step down in class. The amount of money he paid for Brendan Rodgers and maybe as a, a bit of a puppet to the, the, the regime that's there instead of standing up. So uh, You can hear him today though, he's not a puppet. He's come the, out as his... You uh, see the thing with Brendan Rodgers? Yeah. Celtic, Brendan Rodgers are top top class manager sure. but the only reason Celtic got him was because he was, a, he was a Celtic fan he had affiliation with Celtic you think of the other top class manager had Martin O'Neill a Celtic fan before Brendan Rodgers it was Ronnie Dyla yep. you know so this this idea that you could replace Brendan Rodgers with a top class manager who? you know and, and I've said it before going into the, 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 the season as important as it was anyone would have been a gamble with the pressure that was on, on the team and the management staff and like I've mentioned before, Paul Le Guin was touted as the best tactician in Europe. He came to Rangers and struggled. So who's to say that a, that a top-class manager wouldn't have came in when Neil Lennon did and had the same problems that Neil Lennon's had to deal with in terms of the COVID injuries and no using that as an excuse, a lot of things have went on this season. But and they wouldn't have struggled as well. It's hindsight to now say, oh, it's Neil Lennon's fault. But as I've just mentioned before, Neil Lennon played the best football I've seen at Celtic in the last six months of last year with Edward and Griffiths up front. He took it upon himself to change a Brendan Rodgers team that had a 4-2-3-1 and went to a 3-5-2. That's not a puppet. That's a guy that's got his own ideas on football and, and, he, and, and showed that when a team does play to how he wants to play, they can play some right good football. So I feel for him. You know, I don't think it's all down to Neil Lennon. I think the players have got to take a lot of responsibility as well, as I've mentioned. I, I think it's easy to say players are not fit enough. I think that's a, I think that's a cop-out. In mm. terms of, see sports science, they dictate... Everything, Fergie. How people train They've got these You get tested all the time I know how it operates So 
they'll do a level of training what the sports science tell the management team and in terms of Neil Lennon I think it never worked well the, the first three or four months of the season but do you know what he won't, He went and changed it he probably have, I think he would admit himself he left it a bit late mm. with bringing I.E. Sorrell and Turnbull into the team a bit of energy about the midfield so he's made changes he has made a slight difference to the to the team in terms of the way they played because from I think it was Lille at home they went up until the Old Firm game they dominated the Old Firm game There's, I say this on air there's no doubt about it until they send an off, change the game, and Rangers get the goal. But I think there has been a difference in Celtic. The last two games, missing 13 players, no focal point up front with mm. no Edward and Griffiths, it's clearly affected them. The other criticism you could make, if it is him that's doing it, is the recruitment. We've mentioned on here before, yeah. the recruitment's been a, a nightmare this year. But then I, I got I, two boys, and two mates of mine, at the start of the season, says about Neil Lennon, about the squad that he had, the signings that he made. Mm-hmm. They were all happy with it. Yeah. I think if you ask anybody, i.e. like Shane Duffy, like me, when oh, he came in, I like thought, everyone thought top signing. Mm. A Yeti played um, down the Premier League for West, West Ham. Ham. Not a lot of games, but £5 million. Yeah. Scored Turnbull, a couple of goals early on. Turnbull, yeah. I think it's going to be a snip at £3 million. Laxal came in for AC Milan. So if you look at the in terms of the, the signings, at the start of the season, a lot of Celtic fans were, would have been happy with that. Yeah. Tommy, we're going to move on. Thanks for the call. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Paul Cooney with Cy Ferry and Barry Ferguson on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. And the fallout after a weekend when Rangers draw 1-1 at Motherwell, Stephen Gerrard. Two things as, as a manager you don't want your team to do. You don't want to start a game late, for sure, and you can't leave games early, especially what we're playing for. So we spoke to the players about leaving the game early last week. You know, it could have been dangerous, but we managed to get through it. Today we haven't really been ourselves and come to the game till halftime which is on me and on, on us and um, it's something that we look at moving forward 1-1 at the end Celtic 0-0 24 hours earlier against Livingston at home Gavin Strachan was in the dugout Neil Lennon John Kennedy and 13 players were self-isolating they're back there's another player now unnamed at the moment who is now uh, tested positive for Covid so that's the latest at Celtic but an explosive interview and press media conference this afternoon this was Neil Lennon the players were sitting in a bar to me they weren't on top of one another they weren't we were outside in a, in our bubble having a beer for half an hour this has been made out to be something that it's not and like I said we weren't doing a conga 20 man conga which is lauded by all and sundry because Scotland qualified for the Euros our players weren't behaving like that at all and like I say 80% MRT total for so for anyone to call it a jolly is totally disrespectful to their professionalism and the way they conduct themselves as men. Would you for accept? For me, there was nothing wrong with the photographs. And by the way, it's illegal to take photographs in Dubai without someone's consent. But however, we weren't hiding anything. We weren't up to anything. We were out there sitting there on our day off, having travelled all through the night, which again is our problem, not anybody else's. But it was impossible to do any training the next day. So they were given some downtime like we all were. And this has been a stick to beat us with, these photographs, and it's completely preposterous. Here's Lewis, a Celtic fan in Glasgow on the line. Hi, Lewis. Hi, lads. Thanks for having me back on. Not Hi, at all. Lewis. Yeah. Lewis, what do you think of uh, Neil Lennon's comments there? Uh, I'll be honest, I was working, I've not heard the full thing, but I'm happy that he's come out fighting, but it's it's the Dubai was a disaster in the first place. So you, you can't defend it too much. And uh, so what did you call to say? What what are you feeling as a Celtic fan? You were hoping for 10 in a row. I take it you think it's not going to happen, is it? 
Uh, no, it's very much unlikely at this point. I don't think it'll happen, yeah. though. And Neil Lennon uh, did say maybe it won't happen uh, during that media conference. So what do you want to ask Barry and Sai? Basically, obviously, I'm a Celtic fan, as you've just said, and I've got two very good mates of mine that are Rangers fans, and yeah. one of my other mate is a Man U fan. And see the amount of abuse I've had to take in the last two weeks, it is ridiculous. And some of the statements have hit me. I want Rangers legend Barry Ferguson to debunk. Well, but Barry's <laughs> not heard what they're saying. I mean, uh, remember, we're on the radio, but uh, what are they just... Yeah, what do you want Barry to debunk? <laughs> Oh, is Barry known tonight? Uh, he's here. Yeah, he's no, here. no, no. Yeah, what is it you want oh, to right. ask Barry? Uh, so, yeah. Basically, one of them has just said, sorry, I've just given him to work. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of them they've says is the current Rangers team is better than the invincible treble season Celtic team. Good question. Okay, yeah. Barry, the current Rangers team is better than the invincibles. Of I'll, that answer, yeah. I'll answer that at the end of the season. Because we're, yeah. we're only mid, mid, um, mid January just mm-hmm. now. Um, so, so you th- so you think they can't be come out with statements like that this early? In the no, season? listen, I've always said even Rangers fans thinking we're um, we're we're close to getting a title. That look, still a, a long way off. Still a bit of football. Look, they're in a great position. Um, and you seen in in uh, in Sunday against Muddle, they took their foot off the gas for forty five minutes. The manager says mm-hmm. that, and he's um, in an interview after the game. Um, so look, I, I'm. Always firmly believe the best mindset to have is there's still a lot of football to be played, there's still games to win. And until the games have won and Celtic can't catch you, then you can start to gloat. It's a good answer and it's a good question. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a great question. See, your your friend that's the Man United fan, obviously the top of the table, 37 points, Man City on 35, Leicester on 35, Liverpool on 34, um, but it's only January. So the Man United fan can wait as well, I would imagine. What's the the other thing you wanted to ask? Um, Well, I'll I'll not take up too much of your time because I know you're busy tonight, but uh, my other mate, my mate, I'll not say... How many mates have you got, by the way? I've got... Just as many as you, say three. Yes, you could be... <laughs> <laughs> Good one, so. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so he's, he's said that Man United finishing second is a bigger achievement than Celtic's nine in a row. <laughs> Come on! Sorry. <laughs> your, your mates are winding you up. Yeah. Man United no, finishing second? Yeah. No, no then the, the nine in a row. Yeah. Uh, Man United should be finishing second. Should be finishing first with the budget that they've got, the players that they've got. Exactly. exactly. Um, especially with Liverpool, you know, you think yesterday p- people praised Man United, but I thought they were poor in the so first did half. I, Fergie, with Liverpool having two centre midfielders mm. playing centre back, I, th- yeah. I expected Man United to put them under a lot more pressure than what they did. To be fair to Schultz, he said that after the game. Yeah. He says that it, it wasn't good enough. That 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 was. Um, I know they got a point at Liverpool, but listen, as you mentioned there. With um, the two boys Central midfielders Playing centre half That's an opportunity Lost for me mm. Again the difference Between the two teams For me is You watch Manny Off the ball mate Compared to Martial and Rashford For me Manny Liverpool work harder mm-hmm. I think Liverpool If they can get a centre half In January Would still be massive favourites For me to win the, to win the league I, My son actually showed me Something on Instagram That Van Dijk's back Back soon Yep He's not far away he, He's been a massive miss I, I, I don't care I, I'm no big on saying One player makes a team But for me He is um, Mr Liverpool he, he, There's no he debate on him together, I think. Aye, there's, there's no debate in the world yeah. what, what, um, what a piece of business That was um, 
But see, when you uh, watch the game, of, sorry, on you. A lot of people say eighty million quid, eighty-five million quid. That's an absolute snip now. But see, when you watch the games, it's it's amazing how many times top players give the ball. Me. You know, you watch it yesterday. Fernandez kept getting the ball. Me, but he's a great player. What makes him he? great players, Paul? Yeah. Is they don't care. They go and get the ball again. You know, you yeah. think of Pogba, he gives the ball away quite a lot, but you'll still take it every time. And that, that's why was good. Oh, oh, yeah. He's a proper centre midfielder, isn't he? Yeah, I, mean, I could watch him all day. Lovely on the ball, yeah. uh, but Pog Pogba's wasted out on the right hand side. Look, I, I'll be fair. I've, I've been uh, I've criticised him a bit this season, but see the last two or three games I've seen him mm. playing centrally. He's been uh, he's been top class, but you can't pay eighty ninety million pound player and play him out of position. position yep. he's got to play his, his position he plays. Mm. And you've got a Scottish player playing ahead of him in that position. Scott McTominay. I thought he'd done Indeed, well. I've been quite critical myself, yeah. but I think he's kind of stepped up to the mark this year. I think he's been he's been good for Man United. He's been a slow burner, hasn't he? Yeah. But he's now a regular there. Listen, thanks for that call, Ryan. Our last caller of the night from Mary Hill is on. Uh, it's a Celtic fan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, how you doing, guys? Yeah, good. How are you? I know bad. Right, um, just want to make a quick point on the fact that Lennon came out today and completely contradicted his boss. And what you think of that? Yep, someone was asking that earlier on and uh, made a, a similar point. Two, di- yep. two totally yep. different mm. interviews for me. Um, Why Jake Natterson? I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Um, Ryan makes a good point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you actually had the two of them up beside each other? Lenny was firing. Mm-hmm. He was fighting back. And I thought Peter Lowell, uh, Lowell sorry, was, was pretty within himself. But do you think that is because Lenny's professionalism has been questioned and that's maybe why he's went off like that? Yep. Well, that word jolly. Yeah. Do you think he wants the sack? No, I don't think he'll want the sack. Not over that. Yeah. Do you think, Ryan? Yeah. What would you, ra- Ryan? What would you rather have a manager coming out fighting or a manager saying something Aye, different? I was, I was rather well never opened his mouth. It just seems mm-hmm. a bit of a circus this year with Celtic. It's one thing after another. Yep. Pure amateurish. I'm ha- I'm half expecting to get to me and Jeremy Bido absolutely on the Celtic <laughs> part of the trophy. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean the world we live in There's so much pressure Comes into these individuals And plus in the pandemic time Everyone was asking for an apology Not everyone Yeah But, but there's loads of people Saying I apologise 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 And then Some people say oh, That's good The chief exec apologised And then they say Oh we only said it to Celtic fans So Did he I'm not saying he did And now You hear the manager It's different we live in a freedom in a democracy so I'm like you Barry I, I, Neil Lennon came out and said what he feels today some Celtic fans won't like it but some will will appreciate that Ryan would you not like to see that in the, the pitch with the players to show that passion I'd like to have seen it in October um, <laughs> good point when, yep. Lennon, when Lennon came out and says if, if, it, if it goes if it goes further south then he'll put his hands up and he'll walk away that's a great point isn't it some of them people can't say for sure but see after he called them out after Ferenc Varas whoever they were they didn't like it. Some of the players didn't like it. No, they didn't. And uh, I think if you ask Lenny, should he have done it? I, I don't mind it at all. Mm. But th- this is a different era. Um, football's totally different nowadays. Um, but he was just that. That's Lenny. That's him just showing a bit of passion. Showing mm. it is not acceptable to uh, perform like that. I, I have no problems with that whatsoever. A manager coming out and saying that. But nowadays, a lot of a lot of People take it personally. You you lose players in the dressing room. It's it's just the way football is. I'm afraid. But Fergie was the bigger mistake that he came out the next day and and, and kind of cautioned it. People he said people want to leave, and then the next day he was asked, "Well, who is it?" And he kind of went back and said, mm-hmm. "No, I don't want to talk about it anymore." I think that's maybe where he's he's been a bit indecisive, and that's where the where it's came for the, the criticism. It's emotion, emotion at the it's, time. Yeah. See, after a bad defeat, 
you're yeah. emotional sometimes yeah. you're better taking a step back and saying listen I'll get 15-20 minutes before I get uh, go and give an interview he's probably been in there had a right pop at them in the dressing room then straight out into the media sometimes you're better taking a a step back Because up until that point The performances weren't great And he was coming out after a game Saying we're playing really well And it wasn't really washing So I think the Farans Varos Was was kind of the final straw And he just He let loose As Fergie says Emotion after the game And uh, it took over And um, probably wasn't A great decision at the time And maybe he's been too loyal Throughout the season Yeah uh, The players we, We've seen the difference It's made to Celtic I, I'll go back to that game That Lille result That kick started Where he made the couple of changes And I thought when Sorrow And and certainly Turnbull Both of them have come in And two of them have, uh, have been key players For Celtic over the last month It's definitely been a big day Isn't it In the season You know Rangers stay 21 points clear Getting closer to the day When they will announce Rangers are champions And not champions elect And for Celtic I wonder how this will go Is that the end For the Neil Lennon era Or is he going to now kick on They're not going to win it Si But mm. maybe They start winning on Wednesday I think you'll see I think Wednesday will tell you a lot if the yep. team do come out fighting it'll tell you that they're on the same page as their manager as I said that siege mentality he's probably trying to create for now at the end of the season so that it doesn't just peter out and what they end up with is Rangers with a massive gap uh, points difference sorry so we'll, we'll find out a lot tomorrow night Wednesday night sorry thanks Si we'll see you Friday yes definitely and hear you Barry on Wednesday yep tomorrow night it's going to be Stephen Craig and Craig Moore the Bull Radio Football Show Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Thank you.